Ahoy hoy! This is DJ Force 10 in conversation, episode 103. Yes, we are 103 episodes deep, and this is um, a very special interview this week with Derek Green. Uh, he is the front man from the Brazilian metal band Sepultura. Uh, they've got a new album out called Quadra which is out now on Nuclear Blast. Go check it out. It is a fantastic album. At the time of recording this podcast, I'd only heard one track. Um, this was actually recorded way before the holidays. And uh, I'm only now just putting it out, just purely, I was supposed to come out in January, but um, I got delayed with various uh, ailments um, for me and my family and stuff. We just uh, decided to take it easy for a month, uh, get life out of the way, because it's one of those long months where you know, just after the holidays and stuff and, you know, work back in and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't, uh, wasn't ideal. wasn't in a great place to, uh, actually produce something, but here we are now, February. Um, I, uh, edited this, uh, literally yesterday. <laughs> um, so, uh, we are up and running on that front, uh, and it's out and, um, Yes, we've now got an album out by Sepultura. It came out on the 7th. So, like I say, go check it out. Uh, for people that um, listened to my last episode with Midjour, thank you very much, especially for the feedback, uh, the positive notes and stuff like that that people had, uh, had uh, passed on to me, um, which I absolutely appreciated, uh, just purely on the basis that um, they're all positive, and that's great for the mind. Um, and uh yeah it was just uh it was good to hear that people were listening um and uh they really enjoyed the chat with midge uh i really enjoyed it as well so he's got a couple of dates coming up i said a couple he's got a full tour coming up uh so do check that out go to midgeyord.com and um and uh check out the dates if any of them are near you and if they are grab some tickets go see it you'll enjoy the show there's loads of tracks you'll enjoy um and also the banter in between them if you get the q a shows um it'll be good fun but yeah, apart from that, uh completing my 365 days of scratching. How do you feel, Barnaby? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Uh, <laughs> I hear you all scream. Uh, Disneyland. No, no, not Disneyland. Uh, I'm going into my next project. My next project is to produce an album. Currently, project, lame project title, DJ Force 10 in song. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's not going to remain that. Uh, but yeah, I intend to uh, produce an album. I feel I've got an album in me. Uh, at least one album in me. Uh, maybe more, but at the moment, I just want to concentrate on the one. It's quite a big task to to say album. Um, but what I'm going to do is write a whole bunch of tracks, whittle it down, uh, maybe throw in a couple of covers, get some special guests on there, get some of my friends to play on it, because uh, I'm not good at every instrument. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, that's the sort of thing. I didn't expect anything to come from my uh, scratching endeavor. Um, it was it was a personal challenge. This one, again, it's a personal challenge. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, it could go any direction. I know what sort of styles I want to do. I've got some ideas for those various styles and stuff, but you know, you'll see some metal, you'll see some um, electronica, you'll see some sort of like hip-hop um, side of things as well. Um, and yeah, I just want to see if I can get those styles like in a cohesive album rather than just sort of this tracks, this, this tracks, this, this tracks, this, um, I know those tracks cross over those styles cross over. Um, but, um, yeah, I just want to see if I can produce that album that, that I feel I've got inside me. So, um, keep your ears, eyes peeled. Uh, you'll only hear snippets on this show as well. Um, yeah, that's the only place you'll hear it would be on here, um, just purely because this is my outlet. Um, 
and it's a good reason to listen you know you can listen to the first five minutes of me warbling on and then you'll hear some tracks or you hear at the end but also listen for the interviews because that's what's great as well i get to speak to these musicians pick their brains ask them questions obviously get the promotion out of the way because that's their sort of like main focus point but you know find some interesting uh interesting tidbits about them and stuff like that which um <clears throat> this is what i try and do with with my interviews don't keep them generic because i've got the podcast format um you've got all the kind of like other bits to sort of pick on that people would find interesting in the sort of promotional stage because i could all i could do is just get <clears throat> a bunch of um like generic interviews and just throw them in i could do that but i don't i want to actually talk to them and, and and get them to in a good place and uh have that you know moments with them which is kind of cool but yeah with derek it's fantastic um I think I caught caught them at a good time. I think he hadn't fully started the sort of cycle of interviews yet, which was great because uh, you try and get that sort of like interviewed out kind of attitude. But this, no, this was great. We had a few connection problems, um, but I think I've edited it up. You might not notice, um, but the, the connection does dip in and out. So I apologize for that first and foremost, but I think it doesn't doesn't affect the interview too much. Like I said, I've edited out most of it, so um, hopefully it won't be too much on that front. But you get to hear him talk about the album, the single they released at the time, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Some of his personal interests and things like that that he's got going on, um, which was absolutely magnificent. It was uh, it was great <laughs> on that front, uh, as most of my interviews are. Uh, I don't think I've really had a massively bad, awkward one. Uh, well, one comes to mind, but... Um, you know that was a very short interview so it didn't really matter in the end but yes uh this is derek uh from sepultura i hope you guys enjoy it till then subscribe like all that kind of stuff across the socials um are very easy to find at dj f-o-r-c-e-x um that's on all the sort of main socials um i haven't got a snapchat or a tiktok or whatever but i've got the instagram uh twitter facebook all the old people stuff as well um so yeah do check us out on there and uh yeah let us know what you like what you don't like what you want to hear uh all that kind of stuff so yeah until then enjoy Well, Derek, um, welcome to the show. Um, thank you for um, having some time to do this. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Absolutely, it's the very <laughs> beginning of doing interviews and uh, for this whole new album cycle. So it's very mm. exciting. You know, you got me at a good good moment. <laughs> oh, that's that's good to know. That's good to know because I didn't know how many of these you've done so far. So I didn't know if you were interviewed out already. Oh, no, no, not at all. Ah, excellent. Not at all. <laughs> Very fresh. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's start with um, the, the the single you released uh, last month, uh, which is from the new album, Quadra. Uh It was called Isolation. Um, and for those that um, haven't heard it yet, it's a, it's a hell of a song, to be honest with you. Um, I know it opens the new album. Um, <laughs> it certainly, it, it was one of the tracks to kind of like, it, it took me a little bit by surprise. I, I'm not sure why. It was... Um, I think it was more, I'm sort of used to you guys being sort of full on, like the sort of thrash metal, straight in, you know, uh, balls out, right. kick, kick drums going and snares snares kicking and stuff like that. So um, with this one, you kind of, uh, it really does build up um, 
It's very um, uh, progressive uh, with the intro and things like that. It has, oh, okay, it, has right. a, it has an electrical feel to it at the start. You have this like build up, uh, this kind of swell, and then you're you're straight in with uh, um, with the track. Um, I was just sort of curious as to what um, what that track was about. We had a lot of different topics that we were, that were very uh, relevant and and very uh, interesting topics that are happening mm. now and, and that we were really uh, kind of exposed to socially and, and personally. Um, and so we talk about everything we're going to write about before we even get into the actual music aspect. Um, so with this isolation, I was really and always have been really disgusted with the justice system in the United States yeah. um, and the fact that we use isolation as a punishment for prisoners. Mm. Uh, and I always thought this was a, a very inhumane way of a problem. And, and actually, psychologically, it drives them absolutely insane. Um, and it does nothing to rehabilitation of, of a prisoner, uh, of a human being. It's actually the opposite of what they, they, they need. Mm. Um, it, humans in, in naturally need human contact. Um, and depriving them of that will drive them insane. Um, and so I thought there's a lot of things in the justice that need to be changed. Not only that, um, just for the fact that it was very uh, bizarre, the fact that the United States, a first world country, as most of the, the people, more people in prison than any other place in the world. Um, and, and so... Obviously, there's something that's not working. Yeah. Um, and hasn't been working. Um, and so it just really goes into that, you know, with that survival, that that abuse that happens, um, and and just how, you know, it it, it really can screw with a person's mind. Yeah. No, that's that's all true. I, I, I didn't realize the song was about. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, that, I, I lived in the states for a while, and you can kind of see. Um, well, I saw how how things worked, so it, it it's not ideal, um, to put it lightly, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, which is better than most of the the policemen's reactions of shooting first then asking questions. So <laughs> it's um, yeah. but yeah, no, definitely yeah. the the incarceration side of things is uh is a definite uh, topic of um of heavy debate, which they don't seem to have um over there. Uh, it always seems to fall on other things. Um, but I guess uh, prison, right, prison, right. prison is business to them, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> onto the album um, Quadro, which is out next year, uh, out in February. For those that um, are mm-hmm. looking to get it, it's out on Nuclear Blast as well. Um, what sort of um, what can we expect from the album? Does it follow the similar theme to the single? Because I know a few of your albums you've had before have a sort of central theme, Clockwork Orange, stuff like that. Um, does this one follow that suit, right. or is it more of a? Um, uh, well, more of a just sort of like a, a, a non-concept. I think it's more elaborate. I mean, we really, at the very beginning, we wanted to break the album down to almost four sides. You know, like A side of an album, like a double album, like yeah. we imagined it. So it would be like A side, side, C side, side kind of. <laughs> Each of those sides would be uh, a, 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 a part of Sepultura history. Know different that have happened in Sepultura history, where we have the thrash side, which is isolation being the first song. Yeah, you know, really encompassing that 
airs or um and then there's more of the b side where it's more of the tribal rhythms uh coming from like almost the roots and things with the experimental type side of c more of like machine messiah um and instrumental instrumental song again and then uh having a kind of a d side being more of a melodical side uh even you know with more clean vocals and a mixture of clean vocals so to really give it you know where you're going through an actual journey um the topics were so interesting you know there's a lot of this themes of, of using very heavy instrumentation from an orchestra and quiet um, to really not hold back um we had like epic songs or epic topics so we as far as like a real choir a swedish choir things things um and then there's those electronic elements that you're talking about even mm. using those elements and just really expanding that sounds awesome i was um yeah i'm looking forward to hearing i mean i've only had the one track but um which which song are you releasing okay. next do you know that yet um i believe it's it's going to be um last time it's called uh, it's it's going to be very soon actually i'm not really sure the actual release date okay. but it's a song about uh addiction uh you know, even though it's, it's a massive problem i think in a lot of different places especially in the first world and america now with fentanyl yeah. um and but there's also many addictions that it can relate to um even you know personal addictions that I, I had to like deal with, not necessarily drugs, just bad habits, or just being in this kind of addictive age, you yeah. know, where people become you know attached to so many, you know, and about breaking outside of that box, but um, and having to do that yourself, you know, not being uh, somebody having to match yourself. So it's again, it's in one of the third songs on the album, mm-hmm. and it, and it's still in that thrash box. Okay. You know, very, very in your face, <laughs> um, very <laughs> aggressive, um, very chaotic in a way because the song kind of has this feeling of uh, like an attic. You know, yeah, it's it's just really has that feeling about it. So um, you know, it's, it's just very positive with the first thing. Um, I, I, you know, I think it's going to be you know, definitely um, be a representation of the thrash air of Sepultura and um. There's a lot of that feeling, you know, schizophrenia within the song itself. And so uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to hear the reaction of this song. Mm. Um, I think it will really pull people in to what the album, the whole album will sound like together. Awesome. No, that's good. I mean, how, like, because obviously you've been in Sepultura for quite a while now. And um, right, what, what like does it? Um, years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite a while. And so I was just sort of curious what what the sort of because um, the band has obviously moved moved along quite a bit. That you know, as with most bands, you get a lot of changing members and stuff like that. But what does what do you think Sepultura means to to the fans these days? Because not not that it's sort of. Um, obviously, with 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 like the sort of bigger personalities leaving the band. 
and you guys have continued and continued to make quality right. music. Um, I was just sort of curious as to your sort of right. um, what 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 Sepultura means to you. What do you think it means to the fans out there um, now that this sort of lineup has uh, been a bit more apparent or a bit more, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's like the, the lineup has been stable. There we go. Um, right to a certain degree, obviously, well, you know, there's a few sort of things here and there, but you've had a good, like, solid, right. like, three, three, four members. True. So. Now it, it definitely has been a good, good, solid run so far with keeping you know, the same drummer for the past three albums. It was almost like a curse before. You know, we get to almost three with one person, then yeah. it would be over. I mean, with <laughs> Ego, there was definitely more albums. And, pe- and people forget very quickly, that, you know, like, uh, we heard a lot of the same things that people were saying before when when uh, Max left the band. Yeah. You know, and Igor was in the band. And, he, and you know, and he's an original member. Yeah. So uh, it, it doesn't realize that a lot of people didn't really know what they were talking about. They were just kind of saying what other people are saying. Yeah. And that's kind of the majority of way people run in groups that don't want to be singled out. They want to be a part of a group <laughs> of, you know, people saying the same thing, yeah. you know? And, and for me, that's always been, I'm coming from a hardcore punk rock scene where I was like, fuck that. I never <laughs> wanted that. You know, that was the reason why I got into underground music. So you can have your own opinion and not be a part of this fucking gang of people. And like, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. That you don't, you know, you don't want to stand out and look different. I was like, no, I always wanted to stand out, always look different. And that was something that's continued with Sepultura. You know, we were banned from Brazil. Uh, like you said, I've been in the band for over 20 years. Yeah. I had to move to Brazil, you know, and I learned the language. You know, there's like a really beautiful history about the band, even before I was in the band. But it's still continuing onwards. And for people who want to hear it, who want to see it, want to investigate it for themselves and not pay so much attention to what's happening online or what their other friend is saying or what this old school friend is saying, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's just like they start just becoming old, yeah. you know, it's not like old school. It's like those people just be, end up becoming really old. I mean, I mean, I'm no spring chicken, but at the same time, mentally, like mentally wise, like I still want to create music and 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 try new things and listen to new music and go out and see shows but there's a lot of people that just get so trapped in the past um and that's not only in the music scene but just in general in life yeah. you know they they get in the comfort zone and they find it very hard to step outside of that and they become like you know like your parents are like oh i don't understand that there's nothing good now oh this is just noise and that's <laughs> what these people are saying that grew up listening to like heavy metal music i'm like what the fuck happened to you people you know like <laughs> it's just oh, it's nothing good now that sucks and all they do is just complain about how it's not the same it's like obviously it's not the same nothing the same everything has been passing you by changing that's life yeah you know and that's sad in a way but at the same time what's really inviting is the fact that there are people that weren't around then or whatever um, who are listening to new things, who have their own opinion, and go to shows. And that's what's really kept Sepultura alive, that open mentality. Mm. 
even there, there there are old fans that are like that too as well but it took them some time to get used to you know change but change is going to happen you know whether you like it or not and um and it's just a you know it's just life in general so i think once people get used to an idea or actually investigate for themselves and they realize like i don't i didn't know what the fuck i was talking about <laughs> and we actually write this you know we have songs about that you know questioning things front of you born in quadra you know a quadra is a, a playing field um in in, in brazil in, in portuguese it means uh like a, a court yeah and so within that court you have a set of rules and things that you're taught and there's many quadras around the world people are born into certain situations where they have no control over really so much um to a certain degree and they abide by laws and rules and they a lot of times don't question why there's you know, amped up and fanatical about a certain cause it's just like oh i was taught that and it's like but why do you really like it you know it's like they don't really know or why are you defending this so much when you don't really know so i think a lot, the album dives into that but the history of the band has always been that let's question everyone's word let's you know keep that attitude mm. that really you know excited people uh getting into the band yeah, and I think the people that can really that, and obviously there there are because we wouldn't be here still today. But it's really pushed us, you know, in a lot of ways. Even that, wow, all right, let me just dig deep into this, you know, vocally or musically, mm -hmm. I'd stay best I possibly can. Um, and so, in a lot of ways, it's it's useful, and it's it may sound weird, all the negative stuff, but it really, you know, we've been able to do so much and expand. You know, I can't really complain. <laughs> <laughs> well i was just like my next sort of question was like how, how do you deal with the constant like reunion rumors and stuff like that because obviously I mean, you covered a lot of it in that in that uh, last statement because i know the the actual reality of the situation because it's actually I, i'm a part of that of, yeah. of sepulter so i know what's really going on as far as um you know these type of talks but it's it's something that people uh promoters people that want to make money off of an idea that's very simple. Yeah. You know, they don't have to work very hard at it to do it. You know, it's like, uh, the old songs are there. Yeah. We'll do a tour. Uh, we'll make a lot of money from it. And they put that out. It's always been like that. Even, you know, from the, like I said, even when playing with Igor, it would hear shit that was crazy. You know, it's just like, Oh yeah. Since Max wrote Sepultura, wrote all the songs, <laughs> Igor, you know, would even get fucking pissed off. You know, it's just not <laughs> true. You know, it's like, you know, there's, it's like the band has always been about like everyone participating, you know, um, especially I think the band really developed when, uh, when Andres actually joined and, and most people know all the songs when he, when he actually banned. So, you know, it's the reunion type shit is just, it's really, if they want a reunion, they have the reunion of brothers and they can go see them. Yeah, and if they feel that's sepultura, then that's fine. But um, contact with us. We want to do. We're doing what we want to do, and and we're all very happy doing these things separately. Obviously, it didn't work in the past, and be a complete bullshit tour just to do it because it would be only about money. It wouldn't be about anything as far as uh, being friends, the unity. You know, it'd be completely bullshit. And sometimes those tours end up killing a band. You know, actually that's it you know and then you do a reunion because there's some fans that want to see that and then they're like oh it's not the same 
Yeah. Oh, it, it, I was expecting something different. It's like, well, fuck you. You know, like you never try to do something only to please, you know, fans because you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, it's going to be impossible. You're never going to be able to please everybody. But like I said, you know, they can they can check them out. They can check us out. They can both that. You know, there's nothing. There's no harm in doing that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's very true. It's very true. No, thank you for that. It was uh, that was a sort of a topic I wasn't sure about. So <laughs> I didn't know how about well that. But no, thank you for letting for, for answering those questions. So because I mean, it's do that, and we've never followed. At least try to stay away. They're only you know what I'm saying. At, they're just a moment for like a really a, a, like a, a phase. You know, so mm. sometimes they can you know reunions can be cool, and a lot in the times I feel that they're really fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know. No, it's true. That's true. There's just so many going on right now as well. It's uh, kind of swamps the market, and then, <laughs> then those bands go away, and then they come back again. So it's, yeah, it's like uh, and you, bandwagon and yeah. that, it's just like very predictable. There's there's always an album to celebrate. But like I mean, like you're saying, it's hard, you know. Why and also to go back, I think it's very difficult for Andreas and Paolo to even think about that mm. as well because we're so happy creating new stuff now. You know, like we have been um, yeah. for such a long time. Three, great tours having a great time uh basically like i was like wow i've never imagined we'd be able to do extras and jams and um why go backwards you know it's yeah. like fuck all right well let's drop it new stuff and just you know it just doesn't make sense what were your um uh plans for the touring this album um obviously are you going to be hitting the uk and all that kind of stuff absolutely a full uk tour um we really held back from touring last year because we wanted to focus on the album mm. and have that time to do all the preparation for the album and so now our goal is to do 20 and uh 2020 and 20 21 uh, a massive world tour all as much as possible uh the uk it's always been great for us and a great history uh for sepultura um and and so we're really looking forward we we're going to do a lot of festivals um and uh it, again we're, it's going to take some time but we're going to try to hit as many places as possible and and we feel that we have a catalog now where you know, and and with this new album, we can really, um, you know, travel the world mm. and 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 try as many places as possible. Awesome, awesome. Well, I've got a couple more questions for you, so we can just wrap wrap up. Okay. Um, not to keep you any focus, I know you probably got a few others to do. So, um, um so um, you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> so um, this is uh, more uh, a reflection on yourself, uh, these questions. It's the sort of question I ask um, pretty much every okay. every musician that I speak to. Um, what are your – it's quite a big question, so bear with me. What are your three top albums that kind of shape you into the sort of man you are now or musician that you are now? Um, definitely be Bad Brains, Rock for Light. Nice. Um, it would be nice. – uh, Pro Mag's Age of Coral, and um, it would probably be um, oh god, I know it's <laughs> gonna sound uh, well. I mean, oh, what I mean it would 
This is a tough one. The third one is difficult because it's oh, man. Uh, third one I would say. Oh, Rush, Moving Pictures. Oh, amazing. That's a great album. <laughs> cool. And and finally, um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not out with Sepultura or any of your other projects, um, what, what what do you do to kind of, uh, uh, as a hobby? Okay. Um, for 33 years now, I haven't eaten meat. Oh. Cool. And I've traveled a lot around the differences and noticed the change of, of people changing to a plant-based uh, lifestyle. Yeah. Um, that I imagine would make this change because actually having uh, a lot of health issues, uh, a lot of problems with uh, the actual earth mm. um, as least what people are eating. And, and I felt this was such an important topic um, that I teamed up with a, another musician who's from Ireland. Based, her name is Tanya O'Callaghan. Um, she's playing with Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses now, the original drummer. Yeah. And uh, she's also played with Dee Schneider and a lot of different musicians. Um, and so we're doing this show, this TV show called Highway to Health. And basically we do interviews with people from all around the world. We go there, uh, different chefs, different celebrities, musicians, and um, based lifestyle. Um, most of the people – a lot of the people on the, on the program that are going to be on the program aren't necessarily vegans or have a plant-based lifestyle, but that was the point. We wanted to have a lot of variety in the guests and to just talk about the issue, break a lot of stereotypes that exist behind it, um, introduce people to uh, a lifestyle that can that starts basically maybe one meal a day to even think about that, you know, how that mm. changes um, the environment, how it changes uh, the life of a, an actual animal on this earth, you know, have that respect uh, for other beings and other and, and nature and uh, and the future, you know. Yeah. So it's just something I think that's going very well. We're getting a lot of support, and uh, you know, we're going to be all over the globe. Cool. And, you know, we're going to bring stuff that we're doing in Sepulchre, so people can see like, what do you eat on tour? How do you shop? How do you maintain muscle? mass um all these questions that can ask you know it can be answered on the show so it's going really well excellent I, well i'm gonna i'm gonna look out for that because uh, i'm sort of interested right. in that side of things and sort of getting into that side of sure. things um but yeah no with all the information that's out there now it's making it a lot more a lot more accessible for us so um trying to sort of introduce oh, yeah. uh, a couple Absolutely. of meals a week no. with the kids and stuff just to sort of uh you know make it a family thing that's so. fantastic i mean that's for me, that's the most important thing is like to, to, to think about it and to implement just a little bit of change at time for each person. You know, I don't yeah. expect everyone to be plant-based. I'm thinking realistically of like the consumption, you know, yeah. think about where you are getting your, because it's clear are the health issue, issues that exist and also the effect that it has on the planet. So, yeah, cool. Well, Derek. Thank you very much again for doing this. I'm going to set you free now to your next interview. <laughs> um, okay. But thank All you for right. doing this. Um, good luck. Right, good man. luck with the album. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on tour next year. All right, man. Take care.